0: Raise a spoon to Grandma, who always took all the hungry cousins to McDonald's for McNuggets and the Play Play slide. Have something sweet in her honor. Come to McDonald's and treat yourself to the Grandma McFlurry today. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. And participate in McDonald's for a limited time.
1: Welcome to the Undressing Room Podcast, presented by Macy's. Lori L. This is yacht number 50 for us, sis. Woo! The big five oh. I feel out like there. Mary J over here, like Mimi Faus. I love it. <laughs> yes, Happy now and
2: fabulous.
1: Baby, 50 and Fabulous. Don't get it twisted. I know we've been playing for quite some time, but baby, we still got some stuff to talk about. Mm-hmm. That would be more. Lee Simmons is getting criticized for giving the Kardashians some bad advice. Um, I'm not sure if you saw that, but it's something that has resurfaced. And yes. the Instagram is fear. The internets are quite upset. Mm-hmm. They're also trying to figure out what's going on with Yo-Yo as she opens up about her relationship with Tupac. Don't try to play it- me out. Listen, now try to play me
0: out. <laughs> me and
1: Yo-Yo went to the same high school. I'm going to tell you, I'm going to no. take it back with the Yo-Yo list. That's South central finest right there. So okay. she's going to let us know what it was really like with Jada and give us all of the tea. And speaking of the tea, sometimes you pour too much and then you end up burning yourself. That would be mm-hmm. Ari Fletcher as she gets dropped from Savage Fenty after her domestic violent comments. I'm not sure if y'all heard that, but you already know we are going to address those topics.
2: Yikes. And there's also a new dating trend, Eva. I don't know if you mm. heard about this one, but it's called Hardballing. and oh. it may actually be good. It may work out in some people's favor and it, always goes down in my DMs. That's I know this is your favorite, favorite part. <laughs> you know it is, girl. <laughs> but we got some good ones to dive into. And for our final question to undress, this happened. I tell the guy, like, you know, I like someone that's affectionate. Okay. So now the first time me and this guy kissed, I actually hated the way he kissed.
1: Yeah, oh
2: okay Uh that's a good one it's going down so make sure you listen to hear how we undress this mess on the undressing run podcast brought to you by macy's and you know eva it's the time of the year the new year which means it's time to leave the i have nothing to wear right back in 2021 we all had those issues but luckily with macy's they make rediscovering your style effortless with their personal stylist who can help you find your look for free. No matter how long ago you think you may have last seen it All you have to do is visit Macy's dot com slash personal assistant to connect with the stylist expert today. And again, it's simple. It's Macy's dot com slash personal stylist. Easy as that, right, Eva?
1: Easy as one, two, three, baby. (laughs) All day. Now, uh, speaking of one, two, threes and the ABCs, Mm -hmm. we have a. A good old OG, the one and only Kimora Lee Simmons, um, giving some advice to the Kardashians. It happened a while ago, um, and she is absolutely getting criticized about it right now. So the internet knows how to find some old clips and start some new drama. Do, Lee Simmons yeah. is getting dragged from her resurfaced clip from Keeping Up with the Kardashians back in 2019. Now... In the scene on the clip, Chloe is reacting to the news about her daughter's father, Tristan Thompson, kissing her sister's friend Jordan Woods. So this is like mm-hmm. the first time it ever happened, right? Okay. And we all saw it all on um uh keeping up with the Kardashians and unfortunately. A big unfortunately. Well, while Chloe was on FaceTime with her friend, Camoralee Simmons, Camora had a whole lot to say. She said, uh, and, and, and this is just a few of the things she said. She said, okay. um, I just think you guys cannot let people take advantage of you like this. Like Kim said, Chloe, that you were trying to take the high road and you're saying that you know and i'm too old for this and this girl is young but if you do not protect your family and if you do not protect your child your house what goes on in your home what kind of shit are you running that is your baby daddy whether you are with him or not you cannot allow this kind of disrespect don't start no won't be none lord i don't know if you saw it but as she continued to talk Chloe started to get courage like she was drinking Hennessy. You know, she noticed got that. Yeah,
2: she, got that. that. She, she started ramping all the way up. But it hold says. on. Why they ain't never stop and be like, Kamara, what about your baby daddy? Which one? The, the, the one with the speculations, the one oh. with the accusations. You oh. talking about this, your baby daddy, you can't be. You got a whole lot of stuff going on with your baby daddies, too. And then one of them, like, oh. get her for some money, too.
1: But see, you know what? It's not even the, the that thing, it's more so the way that in the comments from the Twitter and the way they dragged her was more so about her pushing the Kardashians to attempt to bully Jordan online. So it little even, ass girl. And that was more so, you know, what the world was responding to it was not this woman's stance of like, you know, keep your house in order because I think as women, we can all agree with Kimura on that. You need but to keep house your house in order. order. However, keeping it in order does not mean bullying people. So people even bought up, um, people even brought up bad situations in her life like you just did like her ex-husband yeah. moving to Bali um, after being accused of sexual assault or mm-hmm. accusations that Russell is my friend we not going down that road but the internet is laughing at the Kardashians now especially Khloe after Tristan continues to cheat on her meanwhile let me just say and put a bullet in Jordan Woods is out here living her best life you hear me she, oh my god she it is was fu-
2: like they were the Kim,
1: I mean, the Kardashians were a
2: curse to her. When she got them off of her back, she turned glowed up. She was like the ugly duckling that turned into the swan. Love, out she here was wearing, never even ugly though. Um, She used to be a little busted. She got whatever surgery done, she got done.
1: I think that she was a teenager and you know how you get that little um, pudgy weight, that little supple weight when you're young and going through your last years of high school, which is when the world knew her. Now to her being a young adult out here with her boo, Carl Anthony Towns, who, by the way, recently purchased her for holidays, a Porsche Taycan. Plus five designer bags, Prada, Balenciaga, all of that. So, I mean, would you, L'Oreal, because you're I'm a very sure good friend. Bag. I know how you get down. You're very honest. Would yeah. you have ever let your friend hype you up in a situation like that?
2: I mean, like, I probably would have been doing the hyping. What do, you do hyping, friends give
1: not- you bad advice? So I'm not going to lie with me.
2: I I do the hyping in situations and I'm going to jump in with you. But when it comes to like a little child, like if I was a grown ass woman, that's like in my 50s talking about like a 19 year old girl, I would feel ridiculous. And she should have felt ridiculous. Like, if anything, put your daughters on the phone and let them hype up. Uh, a Kylie or somebody, but I, yeah, just the fact that you one got your man stolen by a teenager, and two, you he's just messy anyway. You need to go to where the source is, and the source is Christian.
1: You know what? You made a good point. Her, okay, I could see if someone didn't have kids, right? So Mm -hmm. they are not sensitive to the things that parents might be. And for her, being a mother of young girls, now maybe it's that Ming and Aoki at that age, she didn't realize that in just a few years, they would be Jordan Wood's age. They could be in the same situation. I don't think she even compared it to what it would be in her life because she's a damn good mom and she don't play about her daughters. And let me tell you something. If Aoki or Ming was Jordan, this whole talk will be different.
2: And this is what I'm saying. So you're going to play with somebody else's daughters, and they're not far in age. Like, they're, no. you're, you're too, your daughters are closer in age to Jordan than you can ever possibly be. So the fact that you got this hype and this involved in somebody's relationship is a little disgusting. And they should be dragging her to filth like they are. And I'm sitting back laughing and eating popcorn because it's hilarious. And this goes <gasps> to show you bullying. And this is why, because we know people call me bully, right? Because of mm-hmm. a show, another show, Bully. Uh-huh. that I have, but I, I call you make- bold, <laughs> <laughs> but I always make it clear that where I got the name is because I bully bullies. When I was younger, something happened with like race. You know, I was in an all white school at one point in time and there was very racist and it was like, N word, this N word that. So what happened was I started to bully the people that was bullying me. And now everybody had to come to me. You get what I'm trying to say? Yep. So that, that's in the sense of bullying when you bully somebody as bullying you, but you don't just come out of nowhere. But, okay. Can I sound. play devil
1: advocate? There's like for two seconds. Like you got to find that happy medium though. Right. And I okay. can understand what Kimura was saying. It's how she said it and what they took from it. Now keeping your house in order and being clear about, being vulnerable is mm-hmm. something that if you're not paying attention to it, you need to take heed, right? Yeah. But then there's that other part where you could be using your influences and bullying. So you got to find a happy medium. Now, do you remember when Naomi Campbell did her little, um like, America's Next Top Model, like, The Face? She did her show called The Face. Okay. And she had this little protege, this young girl. She's like, 19 years old. Gorgeous girl. Right. And um, she ended up giving her a contract and she was like her little muse. So she was always around. Well, long story short, She ended up with her man, right? So Naomi is looking and we saw her all on a boat with her man and all of this stuff. And then six months later, Naomi's young protege is now out here with Naomi's man. And Naomi's like, what is going on? So I think there's a happy medium in there, right? Like, don't be a full on bully, but also don't be stupid.
2: But why and does it take a whole family to gang up on a 19 year old? Then you beat her up yourself. Like I, agree. I, I get like you still gotta people keep people in check. And just because she's young doesn't mean she gets a pass because obviously she did something wrong. But there should be She no didn't reason.
1: do nothing, though. That's Tristan's fault. They mm-hmm.
2: both did something wrong because obviously you have a loyalty to me if you staying in my mom's house and all that other stuff too. But when you can't check her on your own and you need a whole background army, that's when the problem lies to me. You don't need it. Well, That's when you know it wasn't just
1: her. That's what I'm saying. Like, you as my friend, if my ex came up to you and kissed you and you like, E, I swear, I was standing there. He started talking. Like, it it literally, it wasn't me. I mean, what can you do if that's what that man did? It's very, you know what I'm saying? It's different. You're a beautiful girl. Someone is going to try to hit on you. It is not outside of the idea and the scope. And she was a kid. Now, the problem is, is that Tristan, is the tugboat that does not stop but true it just it never stopped it's just allegation after allegation now we got proven stuff so who is really at fault here
2: I mean, it's definitely Chloe because she decided to take back a cheating man that she knew was Bing. a repeated offender. Bing. So we can definitely fault her on that one. So you need to keep your man in order before you worry about keeping the rest of the world in order. But this is something what I like to call karma. Y'all Ooh. stolen plenty of men from other women that What's y'all were friends with. We can name. I can run down list of people from. Just your give me, give me a few. List. Um, French Montana and Trina she uh trina was dating french montana and chloe stole him from her and they were friends Bentley, yeah frenchie with the bentley you got i mean this this family is known for that kylie stole um travis scott from justine sky tiger from black china so when you're like keep your family and your house in order yeah how how about having some morals from beginning but Somebody that uh oh. had plenty of morals in this situation. We're gonna talk about your homegirl from back in the day. day. Cool. Yo, yo. Uh-oh. <laughs> now she is opening up about her relationship with Tupac. Why won't they let this man rest in peace? Is far beyond. Girl, I me.
1: thought it was me. <laughs> If this was my son or my daddy or my brother, I would be like, y'all, gag order. Stop saying his name. Stop doing that. Come on. I know he was the man, but Jesus, it
2: got to be another man in the past 40 years that y'all found. Well, what y'all y'all talking about? All right. So basically, she said she dated Tupac in the early 90s after she toured with him. She also did an interview where she said they were in love and they loved each other until the day he died. Their relationship went from romantic to close friends and she said Pac became like a brother to her. She said we were just two people on the road who found each other and fell in love with each other. The most interesting part is that her claims about Tupac and Jada's relationship. So this is what was interesting to me. Uh-oh. So you know that Jada and Pac met in Baltimore School for Arts uh-huh. and the internet always tends to joke about Jada still being in love with Pac. You know, every birthday she's bringing up that that poem. It's a joke. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's just it because it gets a little bit annoying. It's like every birthday we got to read this poem with you. Well, she always says uh, she wished that she was able to be with him instead of her husband. It's all kind of things. Anyway, um, many people think that Yo-Yo implied that Jada and Tupac's relationship wasn't more special than many of his other female relationships. And uh, just to a little bit.
0: Come of on, Yo-Yo. Do you think that was his true, true love? No, I was. Tupac had a love for Jada. He
1: had a love for um. He had a love for women. He was a sweetheart. He was a Gemini. Yeah. He was a romantic person. I mean, anybody he dealt with, he loved. I mean, I think he was a genuine person. I think he might have had many loves that weren't even famous. Everybody might feel the same way that I feel. I think he was just an authentic person. I think that he loved sincerely. And if he gave you a piece of him, you'd remember it. You know, he probably slept with some of my friends. Who knows? Probably. I'm sure he did, ma'am.
2: Didn't he used to mess with Left Eye, too? It was, like, a bunch of women that were, like, head over heels with Tupac. But he was also it Tupac. They like, obviously. Yeah, I mean, come on now. He's been well... Gone and done, and they're still bringing him up every chance they get. Well, it's been said that Tupac has strong close relationships with many women like Jasmine Guy, Moni Love. Remember that threesome story that um Yes that uh Miss Jones tried to tell. Also, um Cadada. Kadada, sorry, Quincy Jones. daughter. Oh, she okay, loved Quincy her. Jones' daughter. Mm-hmm. And more. Now Jada once said this about Pac in an interview. For him, it was we were an anchor for each other. Anytime he felt like that anchor was threatened, oh my God, implying his jealousy. Now, um, Tupac said in Tupac Resurrection documentary, Jada's my heart. She will be my friend my whole life. We'll be old together. And Jada can ask me to do anything and she can have it. She can have my heart, my liver, my lungs, my kidney, my blood, marrow, all of that. He didn't say that about Yo-Yo in the
1: book. I think he, I think he did love uh, her. I mean, I'm just saying. Yo-Yo not- ain't
2: got
1: no poem. Honestly, no poem, sis. And I definitely <laughs> didn't hear um heard him about giving away his vital organs. No,
2: because that's a little big right there because I don't feel like I'm giving. That's very my big.
1: Life. Yeah. You, I mean, if you give somebody your lung and it like both of your lungs, you can't breathe. Like, you will literally die for her. It's kind of what he was saying. So, do you think that he loved Jada more? Like, who do you think he
2: really, really loves here? This is too much. I and think after that this, we're it... going to let him rest in peace.
1: Please. I'm sure his mama would like that. Now, I think he absolutely loved uh, Jada Pickett. And I think that he absolutely had relationships and had love for and loved a lot of other women. Now, I think that his death has absolutely in him... His, I mean, believe me, he was famous before he died, but Mm -hmm. the infamousness of him now after his passing, I think, has brought a lot of people to use his name and invoke his name for you know, clout, right? Right, and you know, I I, Tupac didn't make Jada Pickett, and Jada Pickett didn't make Tupac, they just knew each Mm. other in the world, but I think a lot of times a day we use each other for collaboration, so to say, like, oh, this story or this video and that celebrity will help boost me up. So I just think they need to leave this man alone. I think there's no question if you watch um a different world, pick a low. Pickle up love, <laughs> Jada. If you remember <laughs> exactly, anything about a different world, pickle loved love him some, Jada. It was not even a question about that. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, to say I'm that, funny, but I do
2: think they they were friends though, Eva. I think that he loved her, but the way their relationship just seemed it's like he looked at her as an awe, but like a. Damn. Like a- a little sister even and i'm not saying that they never had sex and never but it was almost like he was proud of her like it, it it's a big difference when you grow up and come up with somebody yes. and y'all both win
1: like well, let's talk I, about it though cuz yeah she just said she being yo yo just said that that was her man and they found each other and they fell for each other and then she also said that that was her brother so maybe that's how Tupac moved like you be my homie lover friend yeah and he did because if you saw
2: that i remember seeing some kind of documentary with with left eye where i even brought it up and how they said he was okay with her dating the football player dude but still was in love with her, so it was like he was in love with all these people. And I get as a around. Gemini, he gets around. He said Don't that. And from as around. a Gemini, there's a lot of personalities there that he has to appease. You know, uh, the the evil twins in him. So I do think mm-hmm, he. Mm-hmm. And you can also love more than one person, especially in in a lifetime. Ding. But but I raise a spoon
0: to Grandma, who always took all the hungry cousins to McDonald's for McNuggets and the play play slide. Have something sweet in her honor. Come to McDonald's and treat yourself to the Grandma McFlurry today. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. And participating McDonald's for a limited time. do have
2: to say, coming up together in high school and and how many people, like, especially you have, uh, you've grown up with a lot of these people went to high school. You look at them a little differently. We do. Because you know where y'all came from yep. and the grind that y'all came from together. Mm-hmm. Splitting food and doing all this other thing. So you love them in a different kind of space. But yeah. sometimes I feel like jada does this because he's no longer here because she had every opportunity when he was here
1: i was gonna say that because i mean you got to think about too like being young and hungry in the business and doing one of your first tours and being on the road with this person you remember summer camp after two weeks that was your best friend you would fight people over her like that was your boo (laughs) So imagine like being intimate with a man and being at the start of your career and being so young and hungry and just, you know what I'm saying? It's yes. that same kind of excitement. I feel like maybe I wasn't in 11th grade with you, but now we're in the 15th grade together and we still on this grind together, you know? And all, think
2: about all the regret that goes through her mind and everything because he's no longer here. Like I lost, a baby. yeah, that's true. I lost, um my boyfriend and when I thought about all the things that I did while he was alive it was just so many like I had so many regrets but then I had so much anger and so many. So I do feel like absence makes the heart grow fonder so maybe she's just like that's the love of my life not knowing that Will maybe have treated her 10 times better and Tupac was throwing her to the side for these other girls but because she can no longer speak with him and all she has is this poem to reread every week now, you know, she just feels like they're they're the ultimate match, but maybe he had many loves like she said, and I just want that all the loves to stop talking about him.
1: Well, speaking about talking about it, some people do need to stop talking, sis. Mm. That would be Ari Fletcher who was just Yikes. dropped as a Savage Fenty ambassador now. Ari Fletcher if y'all didn't know, she has been an ambassador for, for Rihanna Savage Fenty lingerie line for quite some time. She is an Instagram influencer. She's dating moneybag yo. She's made millions from her brand deals like Fashion Nova and Instagram mm-hmm. and stuff like that, right? So you know how the internet's work. We're making money off the gram. If you're hot, we're going to monetize it. So Ari's been making some um, controversial comments as of late about toxic relationships on the internet. And she's been speaking up. So on don't call me white girl podcast, she mentioned throwing tantrums and acting like she was leaving her man in hopes of him pulling a gun out on her to make her stay. She Mm. specifically said like, pull your gun out and show me like bitch leave. Oh, I wish you would walk out the door. So Christina Million chimed in in the Neighborhood Talks post saying, "Uh, trust, I've been in an abusive relationship before and I can promise you, you do not want a gun pulled on you Mm -hmm. or pointed at you. It's the scariest thing you can ever experience amongst a slew of a million other crazy things you can expect in that type of a relationship. I'm sorry Mm -hmm. to the women who have experienced this or are in this. Now, after many people spoke about their different um, ideas on her toxic thinking, Ari decided to boom, boom, clack back. She went on IG Live to express herself where she had this to say. Y'all are in the comments like, oh, when I was um in a relationship, this boy put out, nobody cares. Nobody cares, nobody, nobody cares about What happened to you? What trauma you had? Nobody cares. This is you trying to victimize yourself and use this. Oh, like this. This, yeah, don't worry about my wig. Yes, stop. You in the comments, you telling your stories about nobody cares. One time, my boyfriend. So, what? So, what? And now, what? Nobody cares. Nobody cares. See, I don't
2: know why she did all that. Like, like okay, because I know how she talks sometimes, and I've like
1: I've spoken to her. Uh-huh.
2: Well, I've spoken to her numerous times. I know she likes to joke a lot, and she is she's from Chicago. She's pretty hood. Like when she she talks, and she may have exaggerated a bit. But what what I mean is when she was talking to the "Don't Call Me White Girl," you know, saying that well, see- she. She wants her man to want her so much that he's going to do whatever to keep her there is what she was originally trying to say. She jumped overboard. Right. OK, but don't listen. like but hold on, hold on. what go, go, go. I don't like is her second comment. Like it was I, OK. The first one was already bad enough. You get what I'm saying? Right. And if you feel as though you didn't have to apologize, you could have just and been don't. like, y'all took it too serious. I was joking. I just meant I don't want him to get me to, to want me to
1: leave. You know what I'm trying to say. I, I know exactly what you're trying to, trying to say. He well, wasn't to put that- up a fight. To put up a fight, right? You want but your man th- to put up a fight. You want your man to show you, even if you're gung ho about walking out that door, you want him to go through extreme measures to exactly. show his love for you so that it shows you that he doesn't want you to leave. Now, this and is the problem, no it love. Literal. It took it, they took it literally. Well, guess that's- what? What is literal? What is literal is that we literally know that Rihanna mm-hmm. was literally a victim of literal domestic violence, right? After the internet detectives noticed that Ari's pictures were no longer. On Savage Fenty's website, they think that, that Rihanna had her dropped as an ambassador. Now, let's be clear this is not Rihanna's first time dropping somebody, okay? You play too many reindeer games outside of Christmas. I'm sorry, Miss Fenty no, she, will drop you. Yeah, she, she dropped, dropped Dre and Michelle. Exactly. Mm-hmm. About the Meg Thee Stallion shooting, being so insensitive. So, I mean, I didn't you, like
2: Ari's comments the second time around. The you first
1: one, I could see
2: where it could be misconstrued. Like she okay. was exaggerating. I give you that. The second one where you're like, nobody cares that you got beat on or about your stories, Ari, come on. There's a lot of young girls that follow you, that support you, that put money in your pocket, that have been through this and you should be trying to uplift them and give them words of some kind of there encouragement.
1: There are a lot of old girls that's trying to keep their head on straight and move forward with that in a rear view only for you to say that that don't matter.
2: And we all know you've been through domestic violence because you've had open cases, whether it was with your baby father or whatever. I don't know if that's just a blog hearsay, but supposedly there was different cases where she put a hands on him. He put his hands on her. I've actually spoken to G Herbo before, and he said that they She's put his hands on her before, so maybe that's normalized in her life. And but don't normalize it for the rest of the kids. But honey. don't exactly. I'm gonna agree with you on that one. Don't make it seem like it's okay for it to happen. So I think Rihanna, if she heard the first thing and dropped her, that may be a little bit exaggerating.
1: Because I feel like she just took it a little too far. I think it was the double down. I think it was the new no one. The cares. Double down. For me. The new no one cares. I that mean, a, a cool. lot of people are used to physical abuse in relationships. And I think the way that we get to a place to heal these people and to get to a different space is when you stop normalizing it. When we stop making it seem like because your mom went through it or your grandmother went through it, like there's something that you're supposed to go through too. No, wrong is wrong. We can say it. And we are able to now move in a different direction than maybe we did yesterday because we didn't know any better. But if you are the influencer and you telling these kids that this is okay when a boyfriend hits them, they're going to think that that's a normal, loving relationship and that's toxic. Right. And you know when she will
2: care when she has a daughter and somebody's doing that to her daughter. I bet you you care then. Bing.
1: Bing. Or
2: her Maybe sister. Maybe because right now she got a son or whatever, or your sister or somebody that you care about. I just felt like that was super insensitive. Oh, I don't she's know a why mommy? She would say that. Yeah, she has a son with G Herbo.
1: Oh my! I met yeah. him. I did. I'm um, out with him. I didn't know that she was a mom. Yeah, because I, you know, a lot of times this insensitivity happens because people don't know, right? Mm-hmm. If they, you know, people that are insensitive to different communities, they don't know people from those communities, or people talk about moms and parents, and most likely not mom and parents themselves, but. I did not expect that she was nah, a mom. She's
2: gotten pretty physical in a few relationships. She also dated Javante Davis, and they had some kind of physical altercation. I remember all these stories popping up on the blogs uh, between G Herbo, her, and Javante. I never heard nothing with her money bag, yo, as far as physical. But um, yeah, she's she's had some situations. So maybe sometimes people have to look at these things. And I'm not making an excuse for her at all. Right. But maybe because it's so normalized in her life, right? That she doesn't really see. Maybe nobody cared about her story when she right. had when she was getting touched, or I mean, um, uh, fought back on, or fought on, or whatever the case. I don't know who hit who first. It doesn't really matter. You shouldn't be hitting each other. But maybe nobody came to her rescue during it. So that is normal to her. And, you know,
1: know, people do better if they know better. So maybe this is an opportunity for her not to. I mean, she's getting to the bag. She's already out there. Right. So Savage Fenty is not her entire life. Maybe this is an opportunity for her to learn and then teach a lot of others that. You know, the way in which we are looking at these men and viewing a love and these ideas are not healthy. And we need it's to not. reshape the way we dealing with stuff. I mean, you know, and you're
2: insensitive.
1: It is very insensitive. Now, if you didn't know, you're listening to the undressing room podcast presented by Macy's. Check out our personal Macy's shopping page at Macy's.com dot slash the undressing room.
2: Okay, y'all. So there's a new dating trend. It's called hardballing. Now, we discussed some dating terms oh. like ghosting. We know ghosting. We know catfishing. We know submarining and more. This
1: sounds sexual.
2: It does sound a little it sexual. It sounds like blah, 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 blah. maybe not. Now, there, <laughs> in this new term, uh, they discussed hardballing, a term to explain when you tell someone all your expectations up front. Before you even go out on the first date. Now, apparently, this method helps you weed out people easier, which I hear that. Relationship expert Susan Winter says hardballing can be helpful for you to set your intentions and definite visions. She also says that individuals are, when they're clear about why they're dating and what they want from a partner, it's very important to be upfront about that. The problem is we have nowadays is vagueness. Mm. And that this is creating situationships and friends with benefits and people hanging on there in hopes that something more will develop, which is very, very common out there. Now, Mm -hmm. this would be a good method for a woman who may be concerned about her fraternity timeline. An example of that. Oh, sorry. What did I say? Fraternity? (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> well, that too. <laughs>
2: uh, concerned about her fertility timeline. Now, an example for that woman would be I want to have a family. And as a female, as a woman, I have a timeline in which to do that. So I don't have the luxury to just date a guy for fun. Is that intimidating? Do you think this method is a little too intense for uh before a first date? Cause this is not even a first well, date combo.
1: I think it's a horrible, 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 horrible idea (laughs) for so many reasons. Now you as a person, like if me and you as friends were like, okay, Okay. this is how we're going to start the new year. Sis, write your list. These are the, you not taking this in a relationship this year. And we decide to go through that. And then you find yourself meeting somebody and you're looking at your checklist. That's one thing. And to keep like your boundaries, um, at the forefront. Okay. Of Your own mind, I think, is very healthy. However, yes. meeting a dude and being like, my clock is ticking. So I'm, I need to have a baby. And I, you know, I'm older. So I don't like no man who don't have money. And I don't want a man who don't have kids. Like, sis.
2: I'm not a dude and I would run.
1: Sis. <laughs> that I just, I, I, but <laughs> there is a, a right way to do that. Because okay. I did it with Mike. It's how oh, you do it. Really? So my first real date with Mike, it was a screening date. He didn't know. Okay. But when I was first dating
0: him, we raised raise a spoon to grandma who always took all the hungry cousins to McDonald's for McNuggets and the play play slide. Have something sweet in her honor. Come to McDonald's and treat yourself to the grandma McFlurry today. And participate in McDonald's for a limited time.
1: out, And I am in town on business for eight months with my one-year-old daughter and I'm a single mom. So, I didn't necessarily tell him all the things I'm going to need from him. I just let him know where we were currently at. Yeah. Do not like what? Don't make this fantasy in your head. What is it that you're trying to do? Because I have a development company doing real estate. So I didn't know if he was trying to help me with my developments in Atlanta or if he was trying to holler. Yeah. And so I had to ask. I'm like. Make it clear. Like, are you interested in me? And I'm only asking because I'm a mom. And I'm here on business. He's so, like,
2: hell yeah.
1: yeah exactly. And <laughs> he then knew that, like, I was also interested in him. So it weeded out, like, playing the games. Like, we went on the first date, wait three days to call, send her a text message. See, we ain't got to do all that. We don't need to do that. I'm interested in you. You're interested in me. What are we doing now?
2: See, but that was an adult situation. And nine times out of ten, a lot of people don't know how to be adult about situations. So you
1: what can- do you normally see?
2: So I... It depends. Like you could tell somebody what you want front and center and they could still play games or you can let them know you're not ready for that. And you're not even that serious right now. And they could just stick around thinking they're going to change your mind or yep. chop you up.
1: And I know they to get you pregnant.
2: Oh, my God. I hate when a guy comes to me like, you know, I don't care what you're doing. I'm like, I'm not looking for a relationship right now. Next thing you know, they're like, well, who's calling you? That's a relationship. Don't you get what I'm saying? Or, like, who's that you're on the phone with, or why you didn't answer the phone? That's a relationship. So, don't tell me one thing and then come off with another. But I will say, if I was talking to a guy and he called me and was like, listen, I expect to have kids this year, this, this, that, and the i I'd be like, yo, this guy is crazy. Even though I get. That is psychotic because I mean, it's one thing to say one day I do want to have kids and I understand you may get to a certain age or point, but like you can't just force all your life work on somebody you just met yesterday. I think I'm that's so a
1: terrified. little bit. Yeah. I'm, if so, you, I you would meet be a scared. man, I'm terrified. If, if you t- call me and like, girl, I met this man, he's super dope, but he told me that he wants a family. He's ready to start having kids. Mm-mm. He wants to, uh, I will be terrified for you. I will be a very, very afraid for you. I so, do you have
2: these conversations though, Eva. You do have the, do you want kids conversations? Would you like to get married? Not today, tomorrow, or by the next year, because my time is ticking. But what is it that you see for yourself in the future? Don't
1: even add me into it yet. But see, that's what hardballing is. Hardballing is when you're like, forget talking about where we are and what we want for the future. Let me just lay you down my whole list, bro. This is what I'm going to need.
2: Before the
1: date? I feel like when you're
2: on the date is when you have these conversations. Like, I definitely have been out with a guy before. And we had the first date. And we get to talking. And like, oh, how many brothers and sisters do you have? So do you want kids? You know what I mean? It slides in naturally. I think to make it an agenda and a, uh, oh, I'm going to make sure I talk to him about this. Cause it's always going to be something that lacks. So say you do talk about kids, right? You're gonna go as so far as to talking about what religion you want to make your kids and all that stuff.
1: <laughs> like, it's just, and not only that, let's hurts. be adult <laughs> enough to know that certain situations breed different responses. So, yeah. I dated somebody before and was like, I never want kids. I was never the girl who ever wanted to be a mom. I never saw myself I don't married want kids with you. I never, and that's what I realized. Yeah. I realized as I matured and became an adult and started living life experiences it wasn't about me not wanting kids Mm -hmm. I wasn't ready for kids at that time in my life and I did not see myself having kids with anyone that I had enjoyed this life with thus far however cut to nine years later I got three kids right so watch what you hardballing down sis on your first date because you let me tell you this is sorry to cut you off no this, i like it i like it this
2: makes me think of something right so i was dating this one guy and he wasn't that affectionate like okay. it was something he lacked it was from his childhood his mother ain't never give him no hugs or kisses so it was kind of like i had to kind of teach him cuddling and all yeah. that stuff so the next guy that i met, I really started liking him
1: <laughs>
2: and i'm like <laughs> you know. So now I'm remembering from my last relationship. He's like, "Well, do you like to be, uh, you know, affectionate?" I was Hold like, yes, on,
1: I would love to see you teach somebody how to cuddle. Like, not
2: like necessarily. Can, teach no, no, no. 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 But can I just-, just
1: be there when you <laughs> teach somebody how to? cuddle? Oh, so you're a voyeur, are you? you like <laughs> a bit. I, I'm a Scorpio. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so look, I tell the guy, like, you know, I like someone that's affectionate. This, this, that, and the third. Why did I do that? So, (laughs) like, that would have been in the case of the other guy, right? Okay. So, now, the first time me and this guy kissed, I actually hated the way he kissed. So, like, I would have Was it, like,
1: you use tongue and all that good stuff, right? Yeah,
2: and it wasn't like that I hated kissing him. Why? Was his tongue rough? So, it was like his kisses was a little bit sloppy. You know what I mean? Like, But sloppy can't be good. It wasn't good. It was like it was like nasty sloppy. Like I just yeah. after after we done kissing, I had to like wipe my face. Like who wants to do that? Especially if you got makeup and stuff. Oh, on. but he could wipe his face. I wasn't trying to kiss all over his face. I know how to kiss people in the mouth and not on their face. Like that's just ridiculous. So I like eventually I was just like, but he's thinking in his mind. I like affection, and to him, it's like, oh, let's make sure I kiss her all the time. And I Ooh. just was like, oh my god, why did I ever tell this guy this? Like, and it was all my fault because I put that out there. Like, he might not even been like that with other girls. So be careful what you ask for before you even know who you' talking to.
1: Okay, so I, so we not hardballing this year.
2: I mean, me personally, I'm not taking this tactic. I don't think don't. this is. This isn't something that I'm interested in You in are doing. too
1: honest, L'Oreal, naturally. Yeah, you was, do not need to hardball. You just go and right. be you. That is hardballing for anyone else. That's do not right. hardball.
2: It would make me back away so far, just like some of these DMs that I began. <gasps> oh, can we go into your DMs, please? Yes, we can. Yes. I I do want to say that I reposted. Shout out to Madame Noir, who has definitely been keeping up to date with the Unjust and Run podcast. Yay! And I reposted them saying, uh, talking about our last episode, where why is it okay for a man to date half his age, but not a woman? So um, now everybody thinks that I'm looking for like a 16-year-old.
1: <laughs> now no. I look like a rapist. No, we were just making the paris comparisons and the parallels because we love to talk about the women. But when guys do it, it's just like, oh, such and such has a new woman. Now, when the girls do it, it's like, oh, and that man is half her age. So That's
2: not what they're doing to me, Eva. All my DMs were like, well, what are you looking for? Somebody that's 16 or 17 years
1: old? I'm like, yuck. I wasn't talking a about A 17-year-old me. cannot handle you because I saw you the other day <laughs> in this black dress. It was cut right here. You had a, a Louis Vuitton. When little little tie-up yeah. thing with the little tie-dye colors. And baby, you was given life. Okay, I was in, look, in Miami. Them tatas is cotton.
2: Oh my god, I'm so happy! I didn't have to wear any bra. I had sweet sweetheart so cut. They look good, right? They look I'm so happy. Good. I just took off like the last piece of tape on one side. I still got a little bit of tape on the other, and then I'll be completely done. You're right. a hashtag boob
1: goals, though. Like for uh, real, there for we real. Go. And we talked about it in December, and I'm sure they're talking about it in your DM. I just had to say, sis. I'm so you excited. You look fan fantastic
2: I'm okay trying to let's keep talk up about with you emails. okay so now let's get to these dms so this one guy said hey l'oreal just want to slide in your m's and i figured that's the slang for dms now because dm isn't short enough for direct message anyway i oh. just want to slide in your m's and say you got to be one of the most beautiful women i've ever seen i don't know how or when but one day we're gonna sit talk and laugh and stuff i want to meet you this year you're just astonishing I'm not mad at that one.
1: Oh ding, 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 ding. Fifty episodes. And this is the first DM. You are not (laughs) mad. Lord have mercy. She's He's not bad looking
2: either. Really? But I will say this. It's giving fake page. Like anybody that like hit you up from a page and they only got like six posts.
1: I'm feeling like
2: I'm feeling like this is a trap. Kanye.
1: Kanye give you a good three posts. He would rejudge his life the first of every month. He like a paycheck. He like the county.
2: So then that would be a catfish because then you got a whole nother person in, in your, in your Avy pic.
1: Not particularly. I mean, sometimes you go through breakups. Sometimes you leave a job or you leave something where you got to cleanse it all. So oftentimes when I see people that have Instagrams, like look at Rob Kardashian, he puts up like four pictures and takes them all down and puts one up. Like people do that. But we this know who awesome. you
2: are, Rob Kardashian. I don't know who this guy is here. But
1: do we want to get to know him? Okay, so talk to me about these pictures. Is he cute? The four pictures he has up here? We cannot be so judgmental. You are pick you are finding something to pick him apart. Go to another DM because you're just trying to find okay. something. Ain't no wrong with that boy. All
2: right. So at really first nice. this guy was nice and then he just flipped on me because I guess I posted a meme okay. and he was must have read him? the meme and didn't like it. So he started out nice. He said, I um I honestly like you. I'm a humble and smooth guy. All I'm asking is to take you out for conversation. Nothing extra, no pressure. Just a few laughs, maybe. And then I posted this little meme, right? That basically okay. said, um, if you're one of my homegirls that's acting like a wife without the ring, come on outside, stupid. Like, it was <laughs> something like that. Whatever, right? <laughs> it was a joke. It was a joke, right? He going to say... Honest. But you want a man to do husband stuff without a ring? You're just selfish as hell. See, this is why you don't respond to people because then they flip on you. Oh, how did he go there? I just didn't answer you, and now he's gonna kill me. And he looks crazy. Did you respond to him? No, I don't respond to hardly anybody. But this one looks crazy. He's funeral fresh. Uh, Is that
1: your cuddling voice? The one you just—is that your cuddling voice? Did I just change my voice? I didn't hear the difference. uh, Reading his DM. Uh, <laughs> when you were reading his DM... Ah, leave me
2: alone, okay? I am a softie <laughs> at heart, you know what I mean? But I can't show that on the outside. But this one's funeral uh, fresh. He has on a three-piece suit looking like he's ready for my funeral. Ooh, casket shop. Your casket shop is what we like to call Ooh, them. So this yes. is why... Now, now, you see why I don't answer DMs? Because if I would have answered the first one, I would have never got to see the second one.
1: So sometimes you well, just got to leave. the wasn't fantastic. The first yeah. guy that we've the done today guy. was the best.
2: Okay, I think I do kind of, let me look at his page a little deeper because
1: for real, I just, what? You can't try to find the bad. Sis, all the ladies out there and even y'all men, when you are single, I get it. The world is critical. People are liars and it's hard to trust. However, if you are going to jump into this game called dating and life, you got to be a little more open-minded. You cannot assume that everyone is a liar and everyone is fake. What? He got this one picture.
2: With, first of all, he's always in the car. So that's making me think you're homeless.
1: Or he's then a driver. He,
2: <laughs> then he has this other picture with his middle finger up, which is childish.
1: Then he
2: has on those, what do you call those? Chelsea boots. I hate Chelsea boots. If anybody knows anything about me, don't wear Chelsea boots around me. you can me. come to bed with them
1: Tim's on. <laughs> you're so New York. You're so New York. Oh my goodness, Chelsea I cannot not with you. <laughs> 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 what is it about the Chelsea Is it like the little bit of heel on the back?
2: Yeah, it's because it's the heel. On, it remind me of the Nelly uh, Jordans. Remember when he was on yes. dancing with the stars? It's like a kitten heel for guys. A little wallaby. <laughs> I don't mind a wallaby <laughs> from back in the day. Remember when Carl Thomas said, no, you can't wear one now. I, I mean, are in- you
1: so New York? I'm definitely, that's
2: jail. If you're wearing a wallaby, you're in jail.
1: Yeah, but that's a fancy jail. That means that you're not really in like um, ad seg or anything or fed time if you get a wallaby. I'm just saying. I'm just saying you might get your um, sentence uh, commuted or reduced if you wear them in jail.
2: All right. Well, you like Chelsea boots.
1: I mean, my man can't wear Chelsea boots, but. uh. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. I do have a final question to undress. Are we ready? Yes, we are. Okay, so this week's final question comes from advice from an F boy. Now, we love some advice from an F boy, don't Lord, we? Yes, we do. All right, so this tweet says, Last thing, fellas, a lot of times when women deal with guys who ain't blank ish, our deflection tactics to these ladies is, well, maybe you are just attracting these guys. Mm-hmm. And okay, that's fair. Now, for fellas, if you consistently are attracting women who only want to go out on a date with you for food Mm. and um, snacks and things Mm. of that nature, quick question, does that same logic apply? Like, do your male friends that consistently complain about taking women out for food, is it the fact that they just attract those kind of women? I'm just asking for a friend.
2: I am so happy that this is the final question. And it's really because it always goes on the women. We always put the blame on the women. Oh, it's you that's attracting these guys. Oh, it's you that's acting like this. It's you that. But that is a great way to put it. How about if it's the men that's attracting the gold digger or the food digger or, you know, whatever the case. The red digger. It, it got to go both Down payment, ways. digger. You know what you're putting out there. They, I hate guys that flash all their money, do all this extra stuff. And then when they start talking to you, you're like, I like this bag. And they get quiet. No, bring the money out, playboy. Bring the flashiness out. Where, where, where's that Instagram post? Baller? Where's that energy? Baller, baller. That's exactly right. You are what you attract. And you're attracting these kind of women. Don't try to put them on blast. Be Absolutely. Who you, that's it. Be who you so,
1: are. The question is, is that logic plausible or Mm -hmm. not? Because the idea that a beautiful woman with a beautiful heart and is intelligent, that just had a bad stroke of luck with guys like, oh, she's attracting all these horrible guys um, because it must be her. Okay, for the guy that's single, yet independent, yet attractive, that loves Mm -hmm. his mama and is a good guy. Where your girl at? Period. He
2: He got a bunch of them, but they all want him for his money.
1: Oh, okay. That's the problem. The, That's problem, the problem is we're not looking at this thing and uh balancing the scales on either side. Like, I mean, let's stop playing these reindeer games. And can he kiss?
2: <laughs> That's like, probably why he don't got a good girl. Because <laughs> it might have been me. But when you started trying to kiss my cheek. I the, think it's timing.
1: I think that every single person on this earth and beyond in the heavens or below was put here by design and has a plan and Mm -hmm. we can orchestrate and try to construct the most amazing agenda for ourselves but god's agenda is better so when you look up and you realize like oh well my friends are all married or my friends all have kids and i don't because that's your friend's life. Your friend is on their road. God has something completely different for you. And when you start worrying about what God plan for your life is and versus what everybody else is doing, then you will realize your timetable will link up. The guy you thought was supposed to be, thank God, you not with him. The man that you thought that would never be finally came. Like, just sit right. that for a second. Well, what's God's garbage. plan for the F boy,
2: because clearly...
1: So God plans for the F boys to turn <laughs> into snack boy and to feed us until we find our lover boy. Because I'm that's trying to get a,
2: I'm trying to get a foodie call if you know what I mean. Like I, I like roof Chris, I like long yes, walks to crustaceans and Nobu. Like you know, I like I'm a, <laughs> you walking up Little Santa Monica. <laughs> you get what I'm saying. I, that's my kind of thing. But you do pay attention to certain things. As you want to because Ooh. sometimes there is somebody that's all put together and you may look past him for the guy that's uh has the boat because you want to be on the boat on Saturday on the boat. you there get on the that you don't want to be at the library with the with the other guy who wants to hold your hand walking in the park only you to find be-
1: out he was Jeff Bezos and he owned all the Amazon Ooh. sis while you playing out here Looking for but, shiny stuff, but like you
2: said, that's God's plan. So if God wants you to be in a certain way, that He gonna put that person on that boat with you. He gonna put that person in that. No matter what, you gonna get what's what's for you. But I do think that we pick wrong decisions sometimes, wrong people, wrong situations, and wrong Absolutely. scenarios.
1: And I've a definitely been there. whose mom? Just before we go, because I know we mm-hmm. have to go. We almost yes. done with our time, but I have a friend. Who I remember, uh, she's like in her mid-40s now, and she's not married, no children. And she was saying something like, when is my Prince Charming going to come? Girl, we were sitting around drinking. Her mama looked over and said, baby, he came a couple times. You moved him away. Oh, and I was just like, "Mama Peach, you can't say that." But Yikes. she, w- when she said it, it made me, as a woman, as a person, like really stop and think about the way I affect the relationships around me, who I have brought in, you yes. know what I'm saying, and who I've pushed away. Who I've I ain't off. never
2: have mine. I would have seen him. He ain't that. He ain't never come yet.
1: I think he might have come.
2: No, he I think, did, I, but, not. I,
1: but I, but I, don't think the final one. But I think you, you, I think you might have overlooked a couple of two. I, no, I no, did. I don't think so. I think so. I be giving people chances. They just don't last long because you be beca- catching you beca- flights, not feelings. That's why.
2: Mind your business. You're listening to the <laughs> Undressing <and> Room podcast, <laughs> presented by Macy's. Log on to the for episodes and links to our Macy's personal shopping page. But I catch those flights because they might be, you know, I might have an international boot. He Listen, might not be.
1: <laughs> Your Prince Charming kisses like Cookie Monster, okay?
2: Oh my That's God. That's all I'm going to say. No, <laughs> I cannot have that kind. That means he's not my Prince Charming. I can't have drool on my chin. You can teach each one, teach one. Nah, you can't teach nobody that. He don't... Somebody taught him how to kiss wrong on purpose or something. That wasn't for me.
1: I can't do it. Remember, Jim my Jones said his mama taught him how to tongue kiss. Bye,
2: Eva. <laughs> Goodbye.
1: I'll see you next week. Thanks for getting undressed <laughs> with us. Bye, I love you, girl. Love you more. The Undressing Room Podcast, presented by Macy's, is an Urban One Reach Media Production, hosted by the one, the only, Eva Marcel and L'Oreal.
2: Executive produced by Kobe Cove Tyner. Associated producer Alexis Felder. Editing and production by Dunkus sales and corporate partnership josh Romani, michelle marino and kadisha campbell research laurie hall flowers digital marketing sam styers jr davis and tim hall digital creative alvin francis
1: content provided by madamnoir.com Bossom.com, and hiphopwire.com stay connected at the undressingroompod.com see you at the next episode